episode 180 of the Lord of Couch. Great. More sour beers. PS1 Classic and Spidey gets results. More cheap shots from the unprofessionals over at Microsoft. More weirdness from Nintendo. Our kids will be divorced on day one of their marriage. If. And beer. Gin. Nice. Reach in at your own risk. This is a loaded couch. All right, and we're back with episode 180 of the Loaded Couch. I am the guy who typed the unwritten laws of Reddit, dictated by Kelk. Scotchhound. I hate Reddit. I hate it. I'll pitch a peg like does does he hate Reddit or does Reddit hate him? Yes, I think, <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's a like, two way. Literally, road. was was it really open ended? It's stupid. It's an opinionated website. It just seems like no matter what post you're part of, you get negative votes. So, not even not even down negative votes. votes, and it gets views. And it's not, not just negative votes. It's like as soon as like it gets some traction, and I get some responses which are legit, and I respond back to them. It's like oh, shut down because rule nine hundred and three. You forgot to punctuate with quote commas. I think it's the the uh, the Nintendo or the Switch ones, though. They seem like a, wrapped a little tight over there on that subreddit. Yeah. So anyway, I downvoted the uh, moderator and told him he was dumb. <laughs> nice. That's and I'm Kel- I'm Celtic Fox, by the way. All right, uh, let's get into the beer mash. Kelk, what are you drinking? Uh, trying to go easy on my stomach, but uh, I th- I've read somewhere gin and tonics good for it, right? So. I'm drinking a gin and tonic tonight. I think so. Um, maybe in the 1910s. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> if you had like a barbell and, uh, you know, mustache. That I was going to say, it's, I think it's the better alternative than the snake oil salesman stuff. But nice. <laughs> leeches, put leeches in your belly button. All right, Paige, what are you drinking? I'm drinking the, uh, I was telling Kelk earlier that I went to the liquor store and I went on a high ABV. Dark color, Brewergy, Belgian, dark ale, quad, extravaganza. Now, is it all Brewergies? Uh, most of them were. Uh, this one is a, uh, says Brewery Van Hosenbrock, but <laughs> that's wrong. It's Brewergy Van Hosenbrock. I can just quad. imagine his shopping cart, like, filled to the top with Brewergy bottles. Oh, my God. He's yeah, got the, my, uh, uh, my yearly allowance is wasted. He's got the, uh, the, the open-toed sandals on. Sweat uh, running down his no. forehead from the 98 <laughs> degree temperature. Yeah, I got my Crocs on. I got my bandana rocking. He's like, got uh, the extra like, short shirt on, so the bottom of the belly shows out the bottom. The midriff, yeah, like I'm working out. <laughs> the underbelly, not under boob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which means I just came from Burger King, McDonald's. We know you prefer McDonald's. Uh, I'm not. I don't. I don't discriminate. Mm-hmm. I prefer Chick Fil A and Whataburger. Okay. But, but McDonald's got some good coupons you can use on the app. Nice. Free stuff. Always love free stuff. They just don't like it when you try to, when you personally try to order from the secret menu. <laughs> I made my own secret menu. Did you see that sandwich? <laughs> you see that? All 5,000 yeah. calories of it. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. It was so not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's the Castile Donker. It's darky-ish, clear in color, and it's 11% alcohol. 
It's so good. Right, where do you where do you keep all your beers? Do you have a separate refrigerator, or do you just? I got, keep a, I got a second fridge. Okay. Is it a full size, half size? College it's full size. size. I'm trying to keep it with the Kelsey Sis, even right. though he has a freezer, so I'm better than him. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> uh, myself, I have the Peach Barrel Wheat Ale from Altex Lexington Brew Company. It's a peach wheat ale, of course, out of Lexington, Kentucky, and it's in a brown bottle, 8% alcohol. So is this like aged in like bourbon barrels, oak barrels? It says this is the barrel aged seasonal series. Doesn't say what. Pumpkin spice, like <laughs> I don't know, no idea, no kind, no idea what kind of barrels, just barrel aged. Hey, babe, where do we get this from? <laughs> Isn't that the one that they had tar in? <laughs> we don't. <laughs> I don't think we ever had an Altex Lexington Brown Company beer. No, this is a uh, um, buddy from the Scouts. Uh, he's on the. Uh, he's the one that always cheers us on the uh, the app. Chris Paul. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Chris. Yeah. Chris. I. I'm curious to uh, know if it's legal to exchange beers at Scouts. No, we don't do it at Scouts. I make in sure the parking that... lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it no. is in in the parking lot, but still in the zone. That's right. Yeah. No, I, and even tonight, like I went out to uh, dinner, and he, um, because I stopped by after doing a, uh, the recruiting you're thing. supposed to meet me after scouts you jerk here's your beer <laughs> no and i had to drop off the table and stuff they didn't go tonight so um because they you know they were keeping the table and stuff anyway doesn't matter uh he's like you're going out to dinner he's like doesn't that place do byo here take a beer with you oh, i'm like warm or cold no he had one in the fridge that he gave me and then he gave me a warm one too which i'm gonna i'm chilling now I'll maybe try and have it in a second he has half, a fridge but... in his car in the parking lot no this was at his house Oh, okay. <laughs> jeez. Anyway, so uh, yeah, he. Um, I said to him, "I'm like, well, crap. I gotta take the. Uh, I gotta take the work shirt off. The uh, the Scoutmaster shirt off if I'm gonna be doing any alcohol <laughs> like, drinking." On the Peberg News. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I did last. Scouts leader drunk as a skunk at local <laughs> right in. <laughs> last week, I stopped at the liquor store on the way home, and I walked in. I'm like, ah, crap. I'm still in my business shirt. He goes, "Don't worry about it. Just get your six pack and get the hell out quick." <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> Shaking tan. With the mayor in a scout shirt <laughs> drinking beers That's over right. dinner. Nice. Great. Only in Belvedere. All right. Uh, Dogfish Head was likely the first brewery to <laughs> attempt <laughs> to bring Berliner Wise to the masses when they uh, released Festina Pesh back in 2007. About a decade later, in 2016, Dogfish Head pushed the idea of a sour beer for the masses further with the release of the Sequench Ale, a Kolsch Goss and Berliner Weiss mashup. Uh, that the brand now bills as, quote, America's fastest selling sour beer, end quote. Kelk, I put this in here for you because you're, you're a sour ale guy, right? And also- I am, and uh, especially Sequench, because when we went to the brewery for the tour. And I think that's the last time he had a sour ale because he's been drinking water ever since. <laughs> no, actually, I bought a 12-pack, uh, a, a six-pack hey, of... Wait, uh, where we, wait, weren't we supposed to drink sour ales last week? Kelk, did you get on that? Yeah, water. No, what? Um, I had a, I got a six pack of Sequench Ale down at North Carolina, though, Outer Banks, with nice. my brother in law, and uh, he was a fan of it. He liked it. He's not real big on sour beers, but he, uh, he liked it. That one, that one's a little, a little sour. There's some, there's more subtle mm-hmm. sour ales, but that one's pretty sour. And I also include this in the article uh, in our notes too because of Reddit when everyone says sour ales are the best thing ever. Mm. <clears throat> are they better than IPAs? Mm. <laughs> Jeez, don't get them started. <laughs> All right, so that uh, Dogfish has never had an official sour beer program, quoted, 
Um, but that ended when the brewery announced, quote, wooden, that's W-O-O-D-E-N, it be nice, end quote. Dogfish Head's brand new funky wild beer program, end quote. Uh, the sports fan Emmy thought it was John Wooden at first. See, I thought they were thinking Wooden Barrel, but. I think they're thinking Wooden Barrel, not right. John Wooden. But a funky wild beer program. Kelk, mm, get on it, go. What kind of funky wild beer are you thinking, Kelk? Uh, Up here, you read ahead. Okay. Uh, to no. kick things off, Dogfish Head already has three wild beers slated for Celery. release in 2018. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ferns. Naughty Brit. Naughty Bits. An 8.2% ABV. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> That's right. Oi! Naughty Brits! Naughty Bits. An 8.2% ABV wild aged, wild ale aged on sweet and sour cherries. And rhubarb, which will be released on September 29th. So cherry rhubarb pie. Mm. At it stinks, Calc. You can't get it. <laughs> Only about 2,000 bottles. 375 milliliter uh, size bottles will be released, all of which will be sold exclusively at the company's Milton Brewery for $10 a pop. Dang. Uh, it's not a bad deal, especially when you take into account that not only were these beers hand bottled, but that each one is also, quote, hand painted with a special stripe signifying its uniquely crafted touch, end quote. How much, how a many stripe? of these beers are going to go on the aftermarket? A stripe. Yeah, true. That's, that's... I'm, starting to, I'm starting to, re- like, Really see the big picture that they charge a lot of money for beer now. Oh, yeah, yeah like, they, do, man. they do, but you know what? I bet you it's really expensive to make it. Well, I got a question right. for you with this, with or the idea that you just mentioned, Pidge. The yeah. uh, you know the secondhand sales of these. Uh-huh. You know how that new app just came out for the uh, the sneaker sales. Oh, uh, sneaker resales, yeah. Did you see that Pidge at all? I know you're into. No, sneakers. I haven't. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, I'm wondering if there, there's going to be maybe we could hop on that or pigeon. You should hop on that like immediately. There is there is something on Reddit that's like beer trade and stuff like that, and you can. Yeah, but I'm saying like an app for the masses. I don't know. Well, I was going to say there could be some like federal laws around. Yeah, you know, it, like it buying and reselling alcohol. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it gets dicey. I don't know. Not in the great uh, country of Texas. The Wild yeah. West down there, isn't it? No laws, no. Once the once the walls built, then maybe uh, you can go, <laughs> you can go all freedom on the beers. But all right, so that's September 29th is the Naughty Brit Bits. <laughs> you did it again. I was gonna say Bits, and you just <laughs> do the oil for the joke. All right, November. Well, you didn't do it again because you did it by accident. Yeah, November Wet Hop America Summer, a dry hopped farmhouse ale that was aged in Chardonnay barrels. I don't understand the. Wet. I don't. I mean, I get the Wet Hot American Summer. It's a it's a funny movie, but I don't understand why you do a Wet Hot American Summer, Wet Hop American Summer beer in November. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. Like the timing seems odd, but a farmhouse ale with Chardonnay. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe you you buy it in November and put it on, put well, it in the cooler till summertime. I was gonna say maybe they start production mm-hmm. in November and it'll be ready by. Yeah, but that doesn't make sense because the Naughty Brits Oi is Oi. released yeah. in September. I don't know. Kyle, I'm going to guess which one's your favorite after he finishes. Right? And then December is the Eastern Seaboard, a blackberry and beach plum wild ale. That's Pigeon's favorite. I was just going to, that, that's got Pigeon written all over it. It all depends on the ABV. That Naughty Brits is 8.2% alcohol, though. That's pretty high up. 
Um, I'm going to sour sour yeah, but sour cherries and rhubarb that you're not drinking. Yeah, rhubarb will mellow that out. I think I will go with the Eastern Seaboard. I think Kelk would probably go with. uh, I'll probably go with the Wet Hop American Summer, but the Chardonnay barrels will throw him off. (laughs) But rest assured, Chardonnay barrels will make it even more sour. Hmm. I don't know. I like the I like the naughty bits. I'm sorry, that's the wrong beer. Oi. Nice. Let's let's talk talk games. Games. <laughs> All right, right into gaming talk. Calc, what did you play this past week? Go. Go. Um, I was a little concerned. I think I told Scotchy in the couple days ago that I didn't really get much game time in, but I I hit a good two two or three day sprint there. So I I got a good amount of Wolfenstein: The New Order in. I think I went from chapter. Hey, we do this every single time. That's the first one, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I went from I think chapter six to chapter eight or nine. So I, I got th- like three more chapters in. Um, oh, so good. that game's so good. It's just nonsense shooting. It's it. Yeah, that that's why I picked if it up. You, I, what what difficulty are you playing it on? Mm, I think I got it on normal. I I can yeah. It's it's probably. You probably die a couple times, but that game, the Wolfenstein, and I'm probably going out on a limb here, but the Doom game seemed like they play better on easy because it's just nonsense, stupid fun. Yeah, and I, I, I'm sure between you guys and even listeners, I can't be the only person that just goes to my backlog pins and stares at the screen for five minutes, not knowing. Oh, like Calc, last night when you guys were playing Sea of Thieves, I went through uh, four games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what the hell am I even going to attempt to? They got to make a pill for games. Like, hey, take this, and you'll play with one game for one week, and you'll not change it six times. Yeah. So I, I fired up Wolfenstein, like you said, just mindless. You know, it's a good backlog game to finish. Oh yeah. Well, I have all of them, so I was like, you I do. Need... Well, you bought the second. Oh yeah. One, but... I have no, the old blood we don't have, but the Wolfenstein two we have. No, I have old blood also. I got it. Yeah, I got a double pack. You just have old as shit. I bought two for everybody. <laughs> you bought it for yourself. <laughs> the only reason he has old blood is because he's old as dirt. <laughs> it was Not part of my mind. It was packaged with my mind comp uh, yeah. copies so. <laughs> <laughs> from Amazon, which no longer the sale no longer exists. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Uh, I also played uh, a little Sea of Thieves with uh, you guys last night. Uh, I it was it wait, was not wait, rephrase that. Well, I played with the Flans brothers and Scotchy, and I played about and you, and you twenty played, minutes with Pigeon. Yeah, st- I stock in the boat, yeah. <laughs> found some curse balls and everything, and you know, oh, here comes Scotchy oh, from FIFA, and now he wants to play. So I guess I leave. <laughs> I, I will nice say, um, going back to it, it one they've changed a couple things so it took a little a lot yeah, yeah. getting used I don't know to if i like been... that whole barrel interaction now I, well, I i didn't like it at first but I, i'm starting to like it more. i i it, i'm right there a pigeon the first like 10 minutes was rough but the fact that i could just left bumper right bumper and just pound the take button like seemed a lot smoother and quicker than the stupid wheel that you had yeah. to spin yeah, but stupid me n- never use the left and right bumper i just used the left and right on my joystick oh okay <laughs> um so going back to it, it was it was nice because I think that may have been the first time in a while 
And it may be it may have been boring for the Flans brothers, but that was the first time in a while that we didn't have a bunch of assholes like chasing us. Of course. And like ruining the night. So it was kind of like we did a couple missions. We got the hang of Salem again. I also uh, think that comes into account because we were on a galleon. Possibly too. Um, yeah, but, but you get put in servers regardless of what you're. Yeah, but yeah was, but exactly. I mean, but and I mean, like I said, for the Flans brothers, it might have been a little boring because we didn't see any krakens, we didn't see any pirate ships, we didn't do any skull forts. You know, Kelk, you, you were you were holding down some kind of battle with skeletons. No one else was helping you. Everyone else was taking a shit overboard. You're like, guys, I'm dying out here with these skeletons. <laughs> oh, well, I, I did two. I threw down two uh, missions of uh, Order of Souls, which is like hunting the skeleton captains. And I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I felt like the skeletons got a little bit more difficult. Like they were blocking a lot of my sword swings. Uh, it was fun. It, like I said, it was kind of, I always see that game just as relaxing. I kick back and I know Scotchy kind of said the same thing the one night. It's just like my, to me, it's mindless relaxing, except for when I get like raged fighting the, you know, other people or the skeleton yeah, ship. I was, I was not going to lie. I was, kind of excited to play CFDs with you guys for some reason because we were loading up the barrels they were they were restocking themselves glitch or not glitch it was awesome I was ready to go and then you know yeah well I, I think I looked that water. up and gotcha I don't think you you weren't around for that but they shortened the respawn rate on the barrels so you pretty much can fully load up your boat just at one port you don't need to keep going to different islands really that's interesting yeah yeah, like Pigeon was just literally running around the island, and by the time he made it back to the other barrels, they would repopulate. Yeah, I was going crazy. I'm like, Kelk, why are you running all over the island? Like, just stay on the dock and re- <laughs> just restock. That's it. Yeah. So, again, uh, it was fun. It was mindless fun. Uh, and real quick, too, uh, I know, I think we're going to talk about this a little further down, but I fired up Destiny 2 two nights ago. and Not, sp- not Forsaken, right? Not forsaken, and I spent a good like maybe forty five minutes or an hour with it, and I was just like lost in the weeds with all the stuff that there is in there now. Uh, good, a lot of like if if we want to get back into something that's grindy, uh, this is going to be it. But everything I've heard about Forsaken is good, but we'll talk so about that. What would you later. do to get back into? It? Would you do the Destiny Forsaken or would you do Warframe? Regardless of the price. What do you mean, Warframe? Would you go back to a, a grindy game as in Warframe, or would you go back to Destiny Two Forsaken? If uh, Destiny Two Forsaken, because I'll talk about it a little late. I'll add my comments later on. Okay. But from what I've heard, it's I, I definitely want to play Forsaken. Pitch. That's that's it for me. Go ahead, guys. All right, so the typical Overwatch, trying to grind out Assassin's Creed Origins. I keep on getting sidetracked with all these side missions. I see the exclamation point with the diamond around it. Of course, I'm going to go there. I hate you. Ubisoft. Map, map is huge, right? Yeah. Uh, I've been doing some of the, the Papyrus or the Papri or whatever it is. Oh, I love the Papyrus missions, man. And I, I was afraid when I did my first time, like, oh, gosh, I'm going to get this legendary weapon. And it's going to be like level three because I'm on level I only did like ten percent of the main story mission. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, no. I'm I'm on the second set of bosses, and I have one boss left, a crocodile. Okay. Yep. And I'm level thirty six. Is it papyrus or papyrus? I think it's papyrus, right? Okay. Uh, 
papyrus. Okay. I don't old, whatever. Like, it's a type paper. of paper. Papyrus <laughs> was the paper they wrote on. Papyrus but, scrolls. Yeah, but but either way, I think I'm like so far leveled up than I'm supposed to be with the missions that I'm on. Yeah, me. but I th- I think those papyrus rewards yeah, level with no. you. Yes, right? that's what I was afraid of when I got my first. I'm like, oh snap! I'm going back to Siwa and I'm gonna get this papyrus and I'm gonna get this weapon that's like level three and. Sure enough, I got this crazy weapon at like level thirty six, and I'm like, sweet. Yeah, yeah, that game is so good, man. Yeah, it's it's annoying though. I hate it. <laughs> uh, played Sea of Thieves, and then here you go, Calc. I I I played when you were playing Sea of Thieves, and I left and rolled out the red carpet for the Flans Bros. I played Ghost Recon Wildlands when Scott. Remember when you asked me? I played yep. for about twelve minutes <laughs> because I got pissed off because. One of the missions was to stop the guy in his Lamborghini. Mm, I stopped yeah. him. He got out and ducked down. I got um, out of my car. I did that one, yeah. Well, there's like 10 of them. Walked over to him, and then I got ran over by a car. And then the mission <laughs> ended. Because <laughs> I got ran over, and he got ran over. Mm. It was so stupid. It's like the fail screen, and you got to reload. Yeah. yeah, so I played that, Assassin's Creed, and Overwatch last night. And then I went, this is the order. Overwatch. Assassin's Creed Origins, Ghost Recon Wildlands, back to Overwatch. It's so stupid. I don't know why I do it. I just, just stick with one game. I hate it. Anyway, Pinball FX3, I play a little bit more. I played that on the, um, on the Switch. I don't like it in handheld on the, um, the handheld mode because the vibration is so annoying. Do you turn it's it? really bad. Do you turn it uh, like long ways for the no, table? No, I haven't. I do want to try that, but it just it. I think I held it one time and it was just real uncomfortable. It just felt like the controller thing was going to snap off. Mm, yeah. Um, and then um, I bought NES Online, Nintendo Switch Online. They should come up with a new name for it, something better. Just Switch Live or something. I don't know. What, what, it, what, I your, what? I mean, what are your thoughts? Because I don't know if it's, it's in. It's, is it in the notes further down or? I, I yeah, a little bit, but it's it's quick. To log in, it's qu- it loads the games up like instantly. It's it's really really good, but man, NES games age badly. <laughs> but I am looking forward to playing some uh, ice hockey with Scotch Hound when he gets it. Scotch, you get it? Go. <laughs> I didn't get it. No. Oh, you jerk! So I played ice hockey, pro wrestling, and double dragon. Uh, double dragon. I hate it. It's stupid. I don't, why do people like that game? Oh, I used to love double dragon. You know, play it again. You won't. <laughs> um, played some FIFA 17 with Scotchy, and then the last game I'm going back into it The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt and you know what I'm liking it because I'm only going for the gold conversations I'm not going with anything else I'm like what why you, it's like <clears throat> what do you mean you like you know in the initial missions you got to find Siri yeah is, is it Siri yeah, yeah. Siri yeah um, and then it's like when you like do the um dialogue choices you have the gold one it's like hey where's siri and then underneath is like why are you in velen or how do you know this black magic oh so you're like doing none of the side conversation just correct and i think some if you do side conversation it does unlock other stuff yeah like other missions and other experience points and you know what i'm just picking the gold missions so in other words you're gonna try to beat the witcher 3 in like the shortest time and i haven't picked any plants either Go me. And on top of that, the inventory management, I don't know what to do with crafting and all that. I'm just going to let it go and see what happens. So I'm enjoying it. And it actually looks good on the regular PS. 
I guess, whatever updates they did to it. Okay. And I know on the Pro it looks a lot better, but man, graphically, I forgot how good that looked. Yeah, it's a good looking game. And it's also windy all the time, which is stupid. <laughs> Thanks for good background but, noise. Yeah. Go ahead, Scott. What did you play? Uh, FIFA 17. You guys pretty much said everything that I played. Uh, FIFA 17. Yeah. I'm uh, a champion. Sea yeah. of Thieves. Uh, Sims Pigeon was so nice to back out. And then uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, of course. It's still just fantastic. You still, you still, are you grinding the main storyline or are you still doing all the side stuff? I'm just, I, I'm doing more map exploration than anything, it seems like. Let me, let me ask you this. Do you feel, because you and I, and I think your wife too, we love Zelda mm-hmm. like a lot. The weird Do you thing feel... is, the new one. I didn't like the old ones for some reason. Ah, uh, you're you didn't like, like Wind old, Waker. Old no, Wind Waker I liked again. I was a little bit. Um, I'm sailing now while I'm playing. I haven't played it in, in like I don't know, probably six months. Um, but I'm just sailing, and I'm just like I'm getting tired of sailing because every time I see something, I'm like, oh, I got to stop and use my anchor to, or my uh, crane to pick up whatever the hell. Uh, that's true. I understand that. But let me let me ask you, like, okay, so maybe maybe this question goes towards your wife. Maybe okay. you can give us an answer later. But I feel like. I'm, I don't know if the right word is cheating, but I don't, I, like, if I don't do everything in a Zelda game, I feel like, I feel like a bad person. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, the game is so good, and there's so much to do. If I don't do everything, I feel like I'm a bad person. And that kind of runs somewhat parallel with uh, Assassin's Creed, or, like, the Assassin's Creed series. Mm-hmm. But it comes to a point where it's just like, enough, enough is enough with yeah, Kelp yeah. with his wolfenstein and looking at tiles and it's just like enough's <laughs> enough right yep sorry sorry to interrupt I just... no no it's it's kind of true like i mean i i haven't played all of the uh zeldas to say that i've done the same thing and i think it's just me and open world games i do kind of just get into this where i'm looking everywhere i need to see every nook and cranny find every little kind of hidden thing that i can that's obvious or semi-obvious so it is a slow play for me but i'm enjoying it um I don't know if I'd say I feel bad if I don't do something. I kind of, once I make my mind up that I'm going to do something, I kind of don't want to be lying to do it. Although Whiskers is right. like, well, why don't you just go do this since you're right in this area already? I'm like, babe, I don't have that mission highlighted. I'm kind of just working my way through the map. Yeah, I'm snaking horribly as I'm making my way through the map, but I'm kind of on a directional, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, Let me see when I get to the end. Maybe I can say that I have to go back and 100% it, but right now I don't feel like I have to at this point. Right. Okay. Uh, the last game I played was Peggle Two. Um, just trying. Is that to... what you meant when you and your wife were pegging? Yeah. I thought it was like some kind of secret because Kelk laughed. I thought it was some some kind of secret like sexual thing you guys do. No, I think I went to say, or I, I typed in Peggle, but it it auto corrected me and said Peg in. Oh, I'm like, damn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta try that with my wife. Yeah. Peg uh, in the square hole. That's right. <laughs> no, it's um. What are you trying to say? My wife has a square ball. <laughs> the uh. I don't know if you guys, yeah, you guys have all played Peggle. Um, you know how it has the three challenges for each board? Yes. And it fills up like yeah. the rainbow or whatever. I'm just trying to go back through now and try to get all three rainbows. In oh, you're doing stuff. what I did back in the day. Yeah. It's so good going back, though. Some of this stuff's pretty easy. Some of them are just... really challenging. Yeah, well, uh, I got the DLC, man. The DLC was stupid hard. Yeah. I think that's a, that's an example of a simple game done so well that maybe maybe underrated of all time like Dude, like i'd be cool if they come up with a peggle every year and sell it for like 20 bucks yep no definitely yeah 
Yeah, just, just add like new, new characters, new boards little... and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Add a kelp little... character, for goodness sake. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Isn't that the one with the goats on the back? <laughs> <laughs> the ogre? Look at that. <laughs> Sony News! Marvel's Spider-Man has sold a record 3.3 million copies in the first three days of its release earlier this month. 3.3 million. Wow. One million copies were pre-ordered. Uh, another record for Sony. Wow. Yeah. That figure also does not factor in sales in the company's limited edition PlayStation 4 Pro bundle that combines a special uh, Spider-Man version of the console with a copy of the game. Spider-Man takes the title uh, from the latest release of the popular video game franchise, God of War, which sold over 3.1 million copies in the first three days in May. So, who was right? Page in? Mm-hmm. You said, what, yep, 5 million in the first month? Well, I went back, listened to the tape. I said 3.3 million copies, exactly. You so. liar. <laughs> no, I said, I said it was sold 6 million copies in the first month. And then I went back and said, um, I said, it'll probably, no, I said, it'll sell God of War type in the first month. Right. And then, and then I said, let's just say 5 million. Okay. Calc? I, <clears throat> I think I said 4 million, right? Was what it was yeah, going to sell. That's what, I, that's what I heard. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to know what the numbers but, are now and to we see what we it's... We weren't clear. We weren't clear if it was within a month or within a week. Right, that's we what I was thinking. I, I think we were trying to, at the time, put the... Well, I, I don't think at the time that we were talking about it that we had that three-day number in there with the God of War numbers that we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, we no, we weren't comparing like at a, a three-day cycle, but... No, we were doing monthly, I think. Yeah, I think it was for the month, but yeah, I'd be interested to see what it taper you know i'll even say i I guarantee it's tapered out now like just like god of war i mean sold like gangbusters the first month but then it just again it's a single player game so it just kind of tapered out so i'm curious i don't think like like it said in here it doesn't count the the pro bundles i mean i think red makes up half the uh (laughs) he bought half the consoles yeah yeah he bought half the consoles but also like with god of war like I'm pretty sure it's going to sell even more and Spider-Man even more when it's like a greatest hits. Sure. Everything included for 40 bucks. Sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Do you think not having a multiplayer option or some kind of online multiplayer option, kind of like, you know, how GTA did that continued their game sales being like the top oh, game yeah. sale. Of yeah, the, uh, I, but I, but I don't, that's been known to not be Sony's thing. Like they stand proud on their soapbox that they are the single player console. Mm. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like in a gaming society, it's like, that's what we come to. It's like, well, shouldn't this game have multiplayer? Mm, yeah, but what would you do for multiplayer with a Spider-Man? Well, I, was, I, was, I think Nothing. speed runs. I was going to say, I think the argument is, Pigeon's right. People will say, shouldn't it? But I think the argument is, these are the use case scenarios where you don't need multiplayer. Right. Because you're only going to try to force it in and it's going to be bad. Mm. Like, didn't Uncharted try having multiplayer, right? Yeah, well, that was, it actually was pretty good. I didn't like it, but it was actually pretty good. Okay. PlayStation Classic will launch on December 3rd, uh, loaded with 20 generation-defining games for $100. It's 40 yeah, for, like... It's 45% smaller than the original system and uses a virtual memory card for saves. Oh, shit. Uh, it will r- arrive with two PS1-era controllers for local multiplayer and connect to a modern TV via HDMI. Uh, but you'll have to bring your own USB power adapter. Hmm. 
That's interesting. I think I think everybody has it now. If they have a cell phone, they have a power out. Yeah, yeah, but that's gonna yeah. limit how you. Well, I guess not, but yeah, I was just gonna say that's gonna limit your placement of it in case you're not close. Because how long are most people's USB cords for power? Well, if you go by third party ones, they're like twenty five feet long. Oh, true. Yeah. The yeah. ones that come with the phone are like six and a half inches long. It's like, geez. Ugh. All right. So uh, pressing open changes the virtual disc so you can swap games. I'm wait. I'm surprised Kelk didn't like. I, I guess we'll get to it when Microsoft news. <laughs> Sony's <laughs> website hasn't listed all the games that are included, but Final Fantasy Seven, uh, Tekken yes! Three, Ridge Racer, Type Four, uh, Jumping Flash, and Wild Arms are all confirmed. This is like bad timing because didn't they just say that they're they're re-releasing Final Fantasy VII on the Switch and Xbox One and a PS4 and everything like a bundle? Yeah, yeah, and I mean I'll piggyback on that comment too of saying one I, I think it's cool I like these mini consoles and I, I think there's obviously an audience for them but yeah, didn't but, but didn't Sony say the- like weren't they the ones that jump on Microsoft saying there was no demand for backward compatibility? But here they're like literally releasing hardware now. Capitalist pigs, you know. <laughs> Maybe that's why they were doing it because they were already working on these mini consoles for backwards options. Oh, and then yeah. when I Xbox mean, said we can NES... do it with our new console, they're like, oh, "Shit!" Yeah. Once the, once the NES Classic, and then they did the SNES Classic, and they still like Gangbusters. I'm pretty sure they were in development <laughs> since then, like yeah. two years ago. Yeah. But this kind of. It, it's kind of weird because they they Nintendo sold the NES Classic and the SNES Classic, and then now we have the NES Online, which has some of those games, not all of them, but right. eventually they're probably going to have the same game. So what's the point? I guess they're just double Nostalgia. dipping on the on the income capitalism, right? Yeah, why not? Nostalgia here, here, factor. Here, here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So what games do you want to see on the? Uh... Old school on Tony Hawk. Old school PlayStation. I'll say the one game I remember from PS1 days was, uh, I think it was called, was it Game Day? NFL Game Day. <sighs> do, do you guys remember that? Or Pigeon, do you remember that? It was before. What's that? Twisted Metal. Well, yeah, Twisted Metal, definitely. I, I there was the the, There was a football game that had NFL license, but it was, you know, obviously not Madden or 2K. I, th- I think it was called Game Day. NFL Blitz? That's one of them, right? I'm, no. I'm looking it up for you. No. ESPN, NFL Football, PlayStation 2. Uh, yeah, NFL Game Day. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember playing it in college, and it was the one guy. Yes, would... yes sir. Okay, yeah, one guy would always use... Uh, the Steelers and just knock people out with the linebackers. Yeah, Pidge, uh, sure. you stole my game when you you said it already. Twisted Metal is what I was thinking. Twisted cool. Metal, Tony Hawk, the original Grand Theft Auto, top down one. Mm. Um, just to name a few. Just Ridge some Racer. that you want to see. But that's already on there. Yeah. Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment has announced that the manufacture of its handheld PS Vita console will end in Japan, twenty nineteen. Cal, you happy? <laughs> Happy for them. I'm happy for them to stop taking a loss on it. <laughs> but you but think about it now. If they if they came out with another, you know, just say like PS4 Go or something like we we were predicting, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would buy that. 
honestly. I do like, too. In conjunction, I, like it's like the midpoint between the PS4 Pro, mm-hmm. which came out I think what, last year, 2017, and then the PS5 is rumored to be 2020. So if you have something out like 2019 or some early 2019, well, here, here's the here's the magic formula for them. If they came out with, say, even when PS5 comes out, if they came out with a PS4 Go, that was no type of new media, which is what Sony's notorious it plays for. Use your digital games with your profile. Yes. So if it was back compatible, take your digital library with you. It would do very well. They got to buy one for every room. Exactly. They got to stop with this new media bullshit, like with their little mini disc thing, and like just let it play and take everything you have with it on the go, and it would do fine. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. I'm surprised Kelly didn't say like. Surprised Sony's not doing their new their uh, memory cards again. Capitalize <laughs> yeah, on exactly. Yeah. yeah. See, Where my thought was uh, if they would go for the PS5 and not be in this whole competition of I have more teraflops, and just make the PS5 be the new similar system to a Switch. I would say a much better Switch. Yeah. Right. Which would play PS4 games, which are a little bit more advanced, but not too much to the point where it has to be a new gen console. Can you imagine, like, PS4 quality? Right, but just going on the go at that point, but having, like, the dock system where you could dock it and still have it as a home console if you want, I think that would be a better direction. Three three things. Calc, would it be LCD or OLED? That's one. Have to be OLED. Have to be OLED. Your your battery would die in about seven minutes. (laughs) I think it would be LCD, not LCD. The console will probably burn your hands in like uh, eight and a half minutes. <laughs> Liquid <laughs> cool <know>. handheld. <laughs> yeah, you would never have fingertips ever again after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, possibilities are there. Yeah. I mean, I think it could be done correctly and do really well. Do you think they're not going to do it, though, because they don't want to be compared to the Switch? They still want to be that heads up or that better console? Yeah, like who's better than you? No, I don't think they're afraid to copy. I, I just don't. I, I, I still going status quo. Yeah, and I think someone there again is going to make a decision to like if they ever did it, they're going to change the media format again. Which no, no, dude, they're not going to goof up. They're going to stay the course. They're going to say, okay, let's just go with the flow. Let's CPU, GPU. They're getting better. Let's just put the latest and greatest one in there and just keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. Let's not innovate like Nintendo. Let's not. Give but, the fans what they want. Like well, that, just before we move on to Microsoft, too, here's where I think Sony might screw up on the PS5. Never. I, th- I think they're gonna, they're gonna um, design this thing to be better than the next Xbox. Like they're gonna put a lot of horsepower in it. The problem is, I think they're gonna repeat that PS3 mistake where it's going to come out and be like a $600 console. Mm, I can see that just to, because we already had the $500 one. I, I think they're going to say, oh, it's access. better in every way possible. And here's the price point of $599. And they're going to they're gonna fall on their face again like they did with the PS3. Because I, I just, I think $600 is too expensive for a lot of people. Pigeon thoughts? No, I, I think they learn. If <laughs> I think our society is a revisionist history, history revisionist, or whatever you want to call it, I don't, I don't know the exact term, but you learn from your mistakes and you don't repeat them. 
I think they do. No. But you that's think, my you think it's cyclical. You think we'll do good PS1, PS2. We'll screw it up PS3, and then we'll do good for the PS4, and then screw it up for PS5. Yeah. I, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Like, why would you do that? Well, because like, you think, well, you think well Microsoft, Microsoft did it. They did it this cycle. You think Microsoft will screw up next cycle? No. Well, okay. they did. They did awesome on 360. They screwed up on the one launch, and, and I don't. Cor- and they're correct in their their course, but yeah. I can't see if they're so successful with the PS4 and they saw their screws with PS3. Why wouldn't they just improve? Greed, man. And just Greed. Stay the core? Yeah. Yeah, but. The Japanese culture isn't greed, though, is it? I, I don't it's know. A, it's, I think it's, it's a hard, need it's to, to be say. Xbox. Bottom line, Kelk thinks X, the next Xbox will be better than everything. <laughs> Speaking of, on, Microsoft On the news, Microsoft. <laughs> with the PlayStation Classic coming this December and only five titles announced so far, the Xbox team had a few cheeky words to add. I think Kelk kind of let him in on this. Play 500-plus classic Xbox and Xbox 360 titles on your Xbox One today. Totally for free. Some of them are Xbox One X enhanced as well. Ooh, snap. Seamus Blackley's response to the PS1 Classic. Uh, This is in a tweet of his. This motivates me to push for an OG Xbox using this case. 200% bigger than the original. With every game online. Switch. You and some friends can sit uh, on it and play Switch. Uh, you can make a coffee table using it as a base uh, because it would be the king. Yeah, this oh. thing's crazy. You guys ever see this original design? Because it, oh, it all went... I gotta say is this. <laughs> shots, shots fired, Cal. That's crazy. It's not like Microsoft, is it? No, no. But uh, I mean, Seamus he... Blackley isn't Microsoft anymore. But he's not anymore. But he's the founding father. I mean, but that that tweet from. Uh... I think it was Xbox UK that said about the our Xbox hands, Xbox One X games are enhanced. And I think it was either Xbox UK or it might have. I don't think it was Xbox Game Pass, but I think it was those naughty Brits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I th- they had to backtrack a little too because it's not technically free. It's they're free if you own those games, like on disc, yeah, yeah. you can play them right away. They're just upgrading them for you for free. Yeah, but on uh, Seamus uh, Blackley's tweet, did you guys ever see the that, that big original? Just like the original prototype, right? Yeah, it's the ori- and it, that went with the mindset when they did this that Bill Gates had a vision of having a PC in every household, like running Windows. Well, so that, ahead of its time. Yeah. That's like that is their idea of well, you know, is, we're gonna have like, a big- does Xbox run Windows. Was it like a form of it? Yeah, it's a form of yeah, it. Yeah, it's a form of it. Yeah, because I don't get a lot of. Oh wait, never mind. I do. It does crash a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it's a gigantic like tower case that looks like a big axe. In the shape of an axe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Microsoft is using Forza Horizon Four in-game bonuses to drive live streams of the game on both the viewing and broadcasting sides. It gives streamers more reasons to play. Uh, watching players on Mixer will add some of the game's quote influence and quote points to your account every five minutes. And if you're a and if you are streaming it for others to watch, the bonuses come in every two minutes. Man, I, know. I wish I could do this, but Scotchy, I can't this get sounds, the Mixer. <laughs> Scotchy, this sounds like maybe a good recipe for you. Yeah. Can we make it a point for our podcast and our brand? 
which you can find everything at theloadedcouch.com to start streaming everything, saving them, and then we can just edit and load them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, load them. No, I, mean, uh, I don't count, know what kind count. of editing. Well, no, just just even like put them up. We just got to put them on YouTube because Calc, you you're the one that's got the terabyte and the Earth, you know, internet down. <laughs> earth down, Earth up. <laughs> <laughs> earth down, Mars up, whatever it is. You need to start streaming, Calc. Yeah, I'm I, I'm curious on this. Uh, I guess this influence points are going to open up certain things that you can purchase within the game. Okay, so that's that's what the currency is. Like you can give influence to other people. Like I don't is it Well in the game you get credits. I mean that's how you like buy cars and stuff. But there's there's like some sort of influence point system which is similar, I guess, to XP, but I don't know what the influence points are going to allow you to do. And they're saying if you stream while you play, you could just rack up all the influence points. So Influence points can be also, I guess it is in conjunction with the in-game rewards. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. They're so going to start incorporating that with all the new Xbox, the next Xbox. They're going to do that with all games. If you start streaming old games, you get influence points. I mean, I mean, take that idea. It's pretty cool. Like, let's let's take a game like Crackdown Three okay. that they're working on. If you stream it. Maybe every couple minutes you gain, you know, what's an in-game reward or currency that could happen in Crackdown? Like maybe you get, uh, maybe your map, maybe an unveils where the uh, the ability orbs are on the map. Yeah, something. I mean, I I know there was something other I than the orbs. Cool. And, yeah. So I mean, it's it's a cool idea. It's like an incentive, like you know, to to go on there and stream. And I know you can find us on the interwebs, but maybe you can. It gives you like a hint on how to get an achievement or something. Do you know. think they're having a problem with uh, people streaming on Mixer uh, in comparison to something like Amazon's Twitch? And they're just trying to incentivize? I, I saw an article and I think, I mean, obviously Twitch is, you know, Twitch is Twitch. It's, it's it does. Gamer. Yeah, it does great. But and I read an article where they said Microsoft was very pleasantly surprised with how quick Mixer took off. It's not to say that. You know, well, the response time is is great. Yeah, I was gonna say. So that that's like, that's the real bread and butter to them. They bought amazing technology. This like faster than light. I, I think there's a lot more behind the scenes to that tech than just a streaming service. They're gonna use it for other things. Of course. Exactly. I think there's some magic sauce in there for oh, because now supposedly on Mixer, certain streamers. I don't know. Well, Pigeon won't know. He can't get it to load. There's <laughs> some of the streamers have an ability. I can watch, but I can't log in and get the points. They have an ability where they can allow, they can share control mm-hmm. of the game. So you Friday can be, game. you can be watching them play, and then they can like hand over the control to you, and you play their game. So I don't know. I think there's something there with this whole future of cloud streaming and playing and stuff like that. Mm. Bottom line is, Mixer, let me stream. Yeah, To celebrate the graduation of PlayerUnknown's Battleground from Xbox Game Preview to full game, Xbox has announced a limited edition, quote, grease-proof, end quote, controller in Australia. This is, I was supposed, I was going to add it in the notes last week. This is kind of old news, but we had so much to talk about. 
but I just want the throne in there because the controller design is really cool. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm like it's like, colors, uh, like super coated in Teflon or something, right? <laughs> uh, the yeah, controller sports a patented coating of hand sprayed urethane that is resistant to grease. <laughs> it looks pretty sweet, man. I like the yellow like with the black. I think Pigeon needs to get white. this because his daughter used to get like peanut butter fingers oh, all over God. his controller. Remember that? Yeah, time? it's not peanut butter proof calc. <laughs> I think it is. Dude, I found. <laughs> Speaking of which, and I think as as parents, we all go through this. Who are parents whose kids' game is my daughter bought her Switch because her other friend only has a Switch and she plays Fortnite. So uh, when I was on the pooper and I started playing it, there was so many sticky spots around the, the joysticks. I got so pissed off. Oh my wow. gosh! I spent about ten minutes cleaning it. With rubbing alcohol. Was, <laughs> yeah, by the time I was done pooping, I couldn't play. It was terrible. What was me? His fingers were all uh, wrinkled and stuff from the rubbing alcohol <laughs> over soaking. Yeah, I know it's terrible, but I mean, this control, like, even if it wasn't grease proof, like this controller is awesome. It yeah. is pretty sweet looking. I like the gold with the uh, the black. I'd rather have a hashtag the little couch on there instead of a grease proof one point <laughs> That's true. Now is that lit up or is that just extra shiny? It's just like, I, I do I, I do that. like that uh translucent black, the phantom controller. Oh, here we go. Calc. She's you know, changing the subject. No, I'm just saying that's Even a controller. We're in the like. same category in the same planet in the same state. You're All right. And, and with that we're gonna get a beer refill. God, I hate calc <laughs> so much. I can't I can't wait till the end of the show. And we'll be back with more games. Swingers Golf Clubs, the club that adds a little extra company to your golf bag. Some clubs available are the Stranger, the Snatch Hooker, the Tight Grip, the Steel Shaft. With Swingers Golf Clubs, you'll be ready to whip your balls into the next closest hole. Say hello to Chrissy Teigen for me. (laughs) And we're back with their beer refill. Pidge, what are you drinking? Bull, I'm drinking the uh, the same thing, the Castile Donker from Bourgeois Van Hosenbrock, 11 percent alcohol. Get it? It's so good. Calc, drink it, please. Ooh, while you do that, I'm do this. Oh, snap, crackle, pop, slurp, sip. Yep. Calc, what mm-hmm. are you drinking? I am still working on my gin and tonic. Uh, so far, stomach feels good. No, uh, no problems yet. Yeah, that is the key word. All right, myself, I am drinking the Cage Rattler. It's a refreshing blend of lager and citrus. Uh, it's from Victory Brewing. It is their crisp lager. Uh, connects with bright lemon soda for our spin on a German Rattler. It's uh, from Downingtown, PA, in a blue and yellow can, and it's 3% alcohol. Killing it tonight with that three percent, huh, bitch? Say, oh, you're crushing it, dude. Take Heavy it hitter. All right, Nintendo news: A wireless NES controller pack for the Switch will be an exclusive offer for members in Switch Online service, which we kind of announced last week. In addition to this, there uh, are two limitations: the controllers can only be used while detached from the Nintendo Switch system. Stupid. And only to play NES, Nintendo Switch Online games. Stupid. Nintendo NES uh, controllers, sorry, Nintendo Entertainment System controllers can be charged by attaching them to the Switch system. Make any sense? You can't play them when they're attached, but you need to charge them when they're attached. Right? Yeah, they just like 
ergonomically don't even like match up with the screen they just look out of place i mean it's a i like the look of them the controllers themselves yeah they should have done a wired controller charge or something like that with the usb like they do with the pro controller yeah yeah. and been done with it or just be able to play your nes games oh no it's kind of weird playing with that controller i'll I'll say it again man i this is just like a real quick cash grab for them because they know people are gonna buy it yeah for the nostalgia why would they need the cash grab man they're fucking rolling in the they They keep well because they make you buy the same game twice now speak for yourself oh i did buy it All right, Nintendo's Virtual Console catalog of retro classics comes as part of Nintendo Switch's upcoming online subscription, but you'll need to remember to connect at least every week in order to guarantee access, even if your subscription is a long way from expiring. That's just dumb. Xbox One launch. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Uh, Xbox One launch? What does that mean? When they, when no. the Xbox was launching, they were saying you had to be online for the digital game purchases oh, and stuff online like that. all the time. Right, and people got pissed and angry, and now Sony's doing it, and everybody else is starting to do it, and, and, or, and Xbox got all the backlash. Yeah, Microsoft even backpedaled and was like, oh, it's just got to be a once-a-week check-in real quick, and right. people still hated so, them. Ups, yeah. Upset yeah, and but angry. I mean, this, this is like, stupid. Like, sometimes I don't play my Switch two weeks. No, like I'm occupied with something else. And what happens if I don't check in? Do I get expired? Well, I got a do question. I, I mean, fund? how many people like when you're done with your switch, do you just take it and plug it right into the base and then walk away? Mm, sometimes. Or do you do the full on power down, turn off and everything? Or do you do it? Oh, switch no, 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 into no, no. I just put power? it in sleep mode. Yeah. Why can't it have a background program that runs and it knows that, okay, at midnight on Tuesdays or something like that? Oh, I'm sure it does. On but checks the, and yeah. turns right back uh, off again. I'm sure it does, but I, I think there's quite a lot of people out there that have switches and don't have internet access. Yeah, That's but then, absurd. okay. So then, go, the, live in, go live in southern central africa but well or let me because that kind of doesn't sound right this is for their online subscription so they they have to have internet but i'm I'm thinking there must be a lot of people that don't like the uncle sam check-in i don't know maybe you know but like is when the switch is in sleep is it connected that's what i'm saying it's like there should be something while it's in sleep that it just it boots up for Two seconds, does a quick tap out to the check the connection to Nintendo updates, say, Yep, we're still here. Or, and then, or is this, is this something that I have to go into the online service and, like, Yeah, I'm here, here I am? Oh, like that'd sign in and then, yeah. Yeah, like, if do that's I have case, to go into the NES online catalog and say, hey, I'm in? Okay. Again, if if it, that's, if that's the case, that's completely ridiculous. And if uh, that's the case, they should pay me $35 for the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. All right, uh, the ability to back up local game saves into the cloud is a feature Nintendo has long touted as a selling point for its Nintendo Switch online service. Well, people were up in arms about that. Yeah, those uh, cloud saves, however, will be lost if a customer allows their subscription to lapse. Oh, jeez. Talk about pulling the rug out from under you. <laughs> Quote, save data stored with save data cloud cannot be kept outside of the duration of your Nintendo switch online membership and quote reads a frequently asked questions on Nintendo's UK website. Boy, it goes on to say quote, Nintendo entertainment system, Nintendo switch online also uses the save data cloud. So 
the same applies. However, if you keep the Nintendo Entertainment System, Nintendo Switch Online saved data saved locally on your Nintendo Switch console, then you can use it again if you purchase another membership, end quote. First of all, it's a stupid name. Nintendo Entertainment System, Nintendo Switch Online. Stupid. Yes. Second of all, can't you just save it onto your memory yeah technically <laughs> like, they're just saying cloud saves? they were that was the big thing oh. that we kind of talked about last week in case something happens to your memory card like or something happens to your switch if your switch dies Got and you it. don't like lose it or something like that then you still have your save well, game if you're welcome to it. the 90s yeah. but they're saying like it's literally lost so like if say you, you don't want the subscription for a year or two but then you want to come back like none of your saves are there from any of your old games nope yeah, it's your NES it, games. Yeah, your N- your yeah, exactly. It's not like your super giant Red Dead Redemption Two games or your Assassin's Creed Odyssey games. Right. It's just ridiculous. I mean, it's your I ice like, hockey. What's the point? It's like just save it onto your hard drive. That's it. I mean, <laughs> we all have. That's like, what I'm wondering. I'm like, how much space can it actually take up with these they, NES games? They got to be like K, like two K, right. <laughs> like I. Can, you know what? I can see not even that. I can see this being an issue if you can use someone else's switch and like log in and be like, "Hey, I'm, I'm I want to down." Maybe you can do that. I don't mm. know, but there's 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 no reason to be upset about this. I don't know. Kelk has a different stance. It's yeah. The ridiculousness of it is that they have to spell it out. I understand that they have to spell it out just to cover their own ass if it happens. Which makes kind mm-hmm. of the uh, you know the the unknown or yeah legalities right, but also leaves the people out there who just kind of read it at its face value and are like, what? That's ridiculous. And I don't know. Yeah, I think that I think initially when I put this in notes, I was honestly was I wasn't swearing. shocked. I I was just throwing this towards Kelk because I know cloud saves are kind of important with the Xbox because. I actually like it going between consoles and it just automatically uploads where I left off. Sure. And with PS4, it you have to actually download it onto your other console that you're not playing initially on. Mm. If that makes any sense. But this, like, it's Nintendo. I, I guess it just comes to the point where it's like, it's Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. whatever. It's still stuck. I don't want to say 80s, but it is still, yeah. it is still that. Yeah playing video games as it is they haven't moved their way into this electronic new age connected world and i don't maybe they shouldn't get a pass on it but i'm guessing they look down the middle like hey it's nintendo and i was like it was a time yeah but again i'm yeah i don't know essentially bottom line is uh, you should get nes online for us for us to play All right, multiplayer and you'll need a family news. membership. Multiplatform but... news. Did I say multiplayer? I did multiplatform news. Either way, oi. Oi. Uh, Ubisoft today announced the Assassin's Creed Odyssey Spartan skill for Amazon Alexa. So stupid. A free download. The app changes Alexa's voice uh, to that of the character Alexios from Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Now, who pays for this? Is Amazon paying Ubisoft or is Ubisoft paying Amazon? Hmm. I, Cal, I, I think uh, I'm gonna say Ubisoft. Yeah, because that's free advertisement for them, isn't it? Well, it's not. Fr- it's not free, <laughs> but it's not free. Yeah, but sorry, but it's yeah, marketing. It's, it's, no, yeah, it's, it's, it's no marketing. Getting your name out there for your game. 
yeah, no, they're paying for it, but it's an advertisement out there without having to pay to show it, run a commercial or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like you download this, you can get this voice on there for free, but they're paying Amazon to do that. That's what I meant by the free. Yeah. Spartan skill will be able to provide historical background information about certain in-game locations. I to use Spartan skill after downloading it. Alexa owners just need to say, Alexa, open the Spartan before asking it their question. Alexa, where am I? Greece. <laughs> uh, Ubisoft says that Spartan skill will have re- uh, responses for over 1500 prompts. For instance, it will respond to what's the news with lines like uh, the sirens lured another ship to its doom. 45 sailors died happily. <laughs> so after you read that, I think, I mean, this had to be in development for a while, right? Oh, yeah. So when they said, Hey, we're going to do, a Rome theme Assassin's Creed. You think they just at that time they went to Amazon like, hey, this is what we want to do. You think it'd be cool if we kind of partner and this, that, and the other? Or is this something like that came on like last minute? I've got a question for you. You know how uh in Forza Horizons we have the uh voice that uh, comes in and says, Do you want to go to a certain destination or are you looking for anything to do? Just say blah 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 if you have yeah, a Anna. Yeah. Since all these Assassin's Creeds are kind of like a futuristic thing going back in time, but they're always working through that. Um, animus. Yes, the Animus. Do you think maybe that's going to have in-world uh, voice commands that you can ask the Animus while you're playing the Assassin's Creed now that's going to be this Axios person? Oh, that'd be a cool Alexios. alternative. Like, yeah, instead Alexios. of the Spartan one, you could have an Animus, you know. Well, it'd be Alexios, just to answer your God questions you. or whatever. You hurt my brain. Too much thing. I'm just I saying mean, that's the, the, why it the, was the, developed so far that it's it, it's almost a seamless interaction with uh, Alexa or this Alexios. Well, I was going to say that the Alexa is it has an API that you can just I'm sure plug into like all, in, all points bulletin. Mm-hmm. So you just you just need to pretty much write the the question and answer scripts and plug it in. So yeah, you could go yeah. anywhere with it. Control delete. F5, 11. <laughs> All right. Uh, as for, wait, yeah. As for in, in-game info, Ubisoft has programmed the Spartan skill to give responses to more than 300 points of interest within Odyssey. Which uh, is pretty cool. Yep. Right. Um, it, Ubisoft is also producing a limited number of Spartan warrior-themed skins for Alexa. This looks like something that slips down over top of. Yeah. It's like a helmet sleeve. Right. Spartan Wait, what, what, with the 300 points of interest with Odyssey, like, wouldn't it be cooler if it was in-game instead of it, another machine? See, that's what I was thinking you? with the, the interaction with almost having an Alexa in-game that works through your um, Animus. While you're in-game, you can ask it certain questions where it can historically tell you the information about where you're at. Instead yeah, of I'd that. rather have it in-game. Right. Did you, did you try the, uh, the tours yet in Origin? Not yet. No, I saw you got a Chivo for it. I got to do it. It's, pr- it's pretty cool, man. So the skins for Alexa won't be for sale, however. Fans can win them by sharing the above Assassin's Creed Odyssey Amazon Alexios video on Facebook. Ubisoft will select five winners at random on October 9th. Wait, mm-hmm. is is this actually like something you can buy? Like not, not this particular one, but is there other skins for the Alexa? I've never heard or seen them before. This is this is the first. I'm gonna, I'm gonna that. look it up. That that be a market we gotta tap into. <laughs> Can have um, our faces on top of Alexa. 
Well, all the new ones they just unveiled today have like new fabric wraps and stuff. But yeah, a sleeve would be cool. Mm -hmm. Carbon fiber, wood grain. I'm just wondering how much that would change the one speaker and two the microphone. Anyway, uh, Capcom has disclosed that the termination of the project projects at the Dead Rising studio will amount to a $40 million loss, quote, under cost of sales, end quote, for the, quote, six months of the fiscal year ending March 31st, 2019, end quote. Stupid. This must have been a huge kick in the balls for Pigeon. Yeah, I love me some red, some red dead, some dead rising, whatever dead. Mm-hmm. I love me some dead. Uh, the canceled project at Capcom Vancouver was a third-person action adventure set in an alternate reality version of New York. You think it was another dead rising, or do you think it's? Yeah, I think it's a, dead, dead, dead rising. Yeah, but an alternate reality dead rising. Yeah, I think it. No, I think it's a. It was a different IP, and it's just like, hey. This is not going the way we planned. Let's right. just go stick with Dead Rise and give Pigeon what he wants. <laughs> yeah, well, they closed the whole studio, though, so they laid off 150 people. So. We'll buy the new studio. Microsoft should buy no them. More, uh, no more Dead Rising. Hmm. Uh, Microsoft should buy them and then make a, say, uh, like a cheap pickup for Microsoft. A fake Dead Rising and call it like Fred Friesen. <laughs> well, what, Fred what they <laughs> should do is, you're right, they should buy that branch and merge those people in with the State of Decay people. Mm, there you go. There Clark. we go. You might be onto something there. Yeah, but they're using the, the uh, gosh, what's their name? Undead Labs Tech. Well, if, they, if they put all that <laughs> simulation reality. I'm doing on purpose, Scout, to make me mad. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying, if you took all that, like, super simulated realistic stuff that's in state of decay and you put it in the fun world of dead rising to be one hell of a game you got some tweeted out to my favorite friend graham boyd yeah fork from knife that load of couch yeah fork knife or okay. Fortnite uh has been cited as a reason for 200 marriage breakups in the uk so far this year boy cheers hip hip here we go <sighs> The study reveals that Forkknife was responsible for around 5% of the 4,665 divorces filed filed since January 2018. So that's almost 10 months, and there's only 5,000 divorces? That's a pretty good year in the UK. And only 5% of those are responsible for, or can blame Forkknife fork for the... I wonder how many kids have broken up friendships over that game. <laughs> oh my gosh. You should... You should... I, we raise our kids the way we want them to treat others, right? Like yeah. respect and mannered. Got respect Man, the condom. The stuff that comes out of my. She's like, you play Overwatch, you're a loser. I'm like, <laughs> you just played Overwatch for two years. Like you spent like a hundred dollars of your own money for loot boxes, and now you're gonna do this. Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you're like, let's take a moment to reflect. <laughs> yeah, fork knife. Is pretty much just a cancer in mm-hmm. society. Next. After 18 hours and 48 minutes of playing, a Destiny 2 clan were the first players in the world to finish the game's last wish raid. Did we ever finish a raid? 18 from the hours Destiny and 48 one? minutes. I ha- I've done Vault of Glass with, I think, randoms. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think we did Vault of Glass. That sucks. There's like 10 raids we didn't do. I know. Okay. 
When they defeated the raid boss, some new changes appeared in the game for every other player of Destiny 2. Which is cool and not so cool. Right. Uh, the players entered the Dreaming City after they completed the raid. Uh, they were treated to a cutscene that explained some of the events that triggered a curse that flowed out of the raid zone and impacted the world of Destiny 2. There is a new strike called the Corrupted to play. Hmm. That's kind of cool. There's an additional story mission that can be picked up from Petra. And there's a new gambit map called Cathedral of Stars. Okay, here's where I'll chime. Here's where I'll. Ch- let me let me chime in before you go into okay, your uh, your monologue. <laughs> all that is cool, but at the same time, it's like I just kind of want to see what the game was like before it all changed. <laughs> so if I go more. into the Forsaken now, everything's gonna be what happened after this raid was completed, right? So I don't know what the original was. You like. should have been. I don't. More. I don't think it. I don't think it did anything that drastic i heard it just like added some new <laughs> says the guy who doesn't play destiny <laughs> no it just added like some new like a weapon or two and a new like little side story lore thing right mm. it didn't no the character models actually changed a little bit i think now mm. one has blue eyes that used to have brown eyes yeah if you get close enough Unlike Kelk, who cowers in a corner. And that one has a mole on his left out. cheek. All right, so so neither one of you have like fired this up yet, right? To even look at like Vanilla Destiny two. Nope. I, no, I haven't. Ever since the Forsaken, you know, so called update, I have not got into it. Okay, so we should fire that up tonight because there's a lot of like things to look at and observe. There's like it's actually bounties are actually cool now to do and there's, stuff. There's Stop. so many bounties and shit. I don't even know where to start. Let's do it. Oh, so good. Um, Let's go. Don't get me started. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a bad thing. Scott, did you have a question or no? No. Um, as far as Gambit, did you guys hear about Gambit? The guy from I Marvel. Was, I heard it's bonkers and awesome. All right. So a guy at work has played it. Can you? Which one? Call him out. Can you throw playing cards? Uh, no, um, I didn't talk to the guy that actually played it, but hit the, the uh, guy we usually play with. Well, there was two guys that well, we play with. Boss, right? We play with Habes 32. That's okay, Dom. That's right? who I talked to about this. Okay. And uh, I'm drawing a blank on uh, on Aries uh, gamer tag. But uh, so he was explaining it. And it's basically. It's PVE with PVP. PVP. Yeah. So it's basically Titanfall because mm-hmm. you're pl- playing against other, we'll call them pilots, and then More, there's gr- it's harder people. To yeah. Stuff. And and there's grunts and stuff. So, but he said what happens is when you play the gambit maps, there's like phases and rounds. So you fight a mini boss, and when you defeat that boss he drops these tokens and you use these tokens to open a mechanism, which opens a portal and you basically, the portal opens and you fight through to the next wave. And that boss is bigger. And as you get more tokens, you expand the portal more and more and fight a harder boss. And this all adds to your XP. So while, so while that's going on though, he said you can literally go into the portal and it will take you to another PvP realm of real people fighting, and you can kill the other players. 
the the yeah. PVE elements won't attack you. You can blend in with them and pretty much snipe the other, you know, the other soldiers. Um, I can just see a bunch of controllers being thrown against. The so you, yeah, he said it's it's like super. Oh, and when you die, you lose all your tokens. So all those tokens you gathered fighting the bosses, if someone else comes to your realm and kills you, you lose all that XP that you just grinded. So if you're on the winning team, cheers. If you're on a losing team, just rage quit. Yeah. So it sounds re- it sounds very Titanfall-esque, which like you're fighting hordes of like the fallen and all that other crap but there's like i'm in it i just nobody plays with me so i'm in it oh does nobody play with you nobody ever does but yeah so from what i've heard for i've heard forsaken is really good last night Um, i'm not in a position to get it yet but I'll, i'll still try and do some of the other bounty stuff and everything like that all right all right uh, I don't have any more to say about it. Calc just broke my brain. Your thoughts? Sounds like you hate Destiny. Me? Scotch. You know yeah. what it is? I just wish they had better shooting mechanics. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> this guy. Calc. <laughs> yeah. Gin and tonic thoughts. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's good so uh, far. Yeah, yeah. Belly's good. Uh, food pairing with your gin and tonic. Hmm. With a gin, huh? Gin and tonic. Carbs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess steak, right? Steak nice with steak. your gin and tonic. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I thought you said date rape. Oh my gosh! <laughs> How did steak sound like date rape? Because you got cut off and it said ape. Oh, I'm uh, like, oh shit! No, <laughs> nice, a nice, a nice steak. That was actually trying to be funny, but never mind. All right, pitch. Just a, just a steak. Just okay, steak. Just raw. Raw. Steak. Yep. Okay. Straight off the cow. Just cut right little, off like, and... no sirloin, no nice cut, no prime rib, nothing. Okay, yeah. steak. Raw meat like a rat. What do you, what New do you York want? strip, medium rare. Uh, no, not like where it's from or anything. It's from Jeez. New York, isn't it? Yeah, New York strip. <laughs> yeah, not like from his favorite <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> Ruth Chris, baby. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I got a $100 gift card I need to use from there. I don't think there is a That's just going to get you the here. steak, isn't it? <clears throat> right, anyway, Paige. me, uh, yay. Kelk needs to try this. He loves his coffee, caramel, malt beers. So, Quad. Kelk. Kelk, I'm, I'm, I'm not drunk, but I'm buzzing hard. And no, he's, Kelk, you he's, need to drink He's kind of there. And we need to play games. Castile. Yeah. You drunk playing games is so fun. It's a Castile Donker from Bruwergy, uh Van Hosenbrock. Yeah, you're feeling kind of Donker right now, aren't you? <laughs> the donk you in the face. <laughs> uh, myself, uh, my first one, Kentucky Peach Barrel Wheat Ale. No, I didn't like it whatsoever. <laughs> Damn. The, okay. the alcohol was good. I gave it a 1.5 on Untapped just for the fact that they Damn. made the ABV was right. The alcohol Damn. in the beer was right. The um the beer flavor, no. The peach was way too much. It was way too sweet-ish. Um, and it just kind of had a weird aftertaste. I'm, I Maybe it's just me that I don't like peaches a whole lot. I'll eat them. Actually taste it in the beer? Does yeah, yeah. Really strong. Yeah, but you know what I like? I love those peach rings. Those sour peach rings. <laughs> Nothing to do with beer, but God. Yeah, I, it wasn't like a sour peach, though. It had a sweetness to it. I just you know I, I like didn't, I didn't like it. I like deep fried peaches <laughs> and pies. Do, do you know what I like? I like watching movies. 
Um, the the caged rattler, though. I like going to the zoo and seeing the giraffes. <laughs> Uh, that was hilarious good job well done hey the peach the peach was was tying it together you know what i like i like that movie where he says i could meet a peach for hours (laughs) there you go (laughs) the uh cage rat or the cage rattler from victory it's if if you go i like games (laughs) if you go at it for what it is it's a three percent alcohol um lime or lemon soda and beer mix it's tasty it's a yeah, spritz, spritzer. It really is. Rattlers are usually low in alcohol. Right. And it is it's it's got the sweetness to it. There's an aftertaste of like sugar on my um, you know, on my tongue and it's very lemony. Uh it's I mean for calc for those summer days when you're outside slaving away at the As stone he says, pile. Going along every day in the week. Right. And you're sweating your ass off. This is probably a, a 100% perfect beer for you to be drinking at that. Um I watched my wife cut the lawn. I get sweaty. Fun. Me personally, I probably wouldn't be drinking a whole lot of them, but I'd say yay because it is tasty for what it is. All right. Uh, that's the show. Um, as Pigeon has uh, dropped a few times in the show, um, you, can, <laughs> you can reach us at The Loaded Couch on Twitter uh, with any questions, comments, feedback, anything. Uh, first Please and foremost, our website. Us. I'm getting to that. All right, go ahead. Go. You do this. Go www.loadedcouch.com you. you can reach us at emails, questions, anything. Tell us Kelk sucks because he always does at gmail.com the loaded couch Facebook the loaded couch. Is it the loaded couch or is it loaded couch? I can't remember. We got we have, we have both. We have both. Oh, we have both. And then and Twitter. They ask us anything. I don't care. At the loaded couch. And at and Pigeon's then, favorite plays on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm Pigeon Pay like everywhere, like especially Reddit. They don't like me there, but I'll downvote the moderator. He's not care. he's not Pigeon Peg like on Sea of Thieves though, because I come in and kick him out. Well, I I laid the red carpet out for the freelance brothers. So. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, that's a, a rare appearance by Cataclysm Doom. Right? I know. I was so I was totally surprised when <laughs> I went to go into the party and everybody was there. I was like. All right, I should probably just keep playing FIFA so they can just play Get happily the by themselves. Get the shit. I didn't know you guys were talking about Strong Bad. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I thought you were the one that was playing that music video. Uh, I just played, I just want Bang Bang Bang. Uh-uh. I think I uh, Dan Flans was doing like, uh, I'm st- uh, 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 whatever that was. Strong Bad was funny as hell. All right, that's the show, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, like Pigeon said, reach out to us, give us some feedback, let us know what your thoughts yes. are. Give us some questions. Let us know what you want us to talk about. And we will do that. Otherwise, we'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. Later.